0: I have an emergency. What is your location? Rescue radio, because there's a war for your soul.
1: Yes, indeed, Father God. The war is here. The war is upon us. You are in the midst of us, Lord God. We declare this day that your will be done on earth, in and through us, as it's being done and declared in heaven, that your kingdom come, your promises, your protection, your peace, your healing, your provision, your deliverance. For those who belong to you, Lord God, I pray that you would intervene in the affairs of men. I thank you. You have intervened in the affairs of men with Jesus coming, dying on the cross, extracting us from the grip of the terrible one by giving us a way of escape through death and salvation and even through deliverance. So, Father, we thank you. Your ways are perfect. Your timing is perfect, Lord. Everything about you is perfect. So we take authority, even as you've given us power over all the power of the enemy, to bind the, the, the spirits of destruction and death and war and the plans of Satan against this nation, against this earth, Father God, in Jesus' name, we take authority with you. say whatever you bind on earth, we we declare that that's the truth because you said this. We bind the the powers of lying and deception, divination and witchcraft, war and unbelief and rebellion and bloodshed, Father, in the name of Jesus, the Son of God. And we ask for your wisdom now. We ask that you give us eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart to be encouraged in your word. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Well, in our world, there are... Only two power sources. I'm not talking about, you know, electrical power mm-hmm. or generating stations, but there are two power sources. One is Satan, the mm-hmm. kingdom of darkness. He's the prince of this world. Yeah. And then there of course God who yeah. is the creator and there's there's no way that they're equal in power. They're not even close. God yeah. is sovereign over everything. Mm-hmm. He created everything, but yet there is a rebel kingdom that has a power and there's a power source. Now, each of us are tapping into either one power source or the other. Some are uh, tapping into both or trying to tap into both. Right.
1: Yeah, so there, like you said, there's only two power sources, God's and the devil's. And b- basic bottom line is you either believe God or you believe or you don't. If you don't believe God, you distrust him. You don't think he's going to do what he's promised to do. And you, you want then you come into that conclusion i have to do it myself it's up to me and that is the power source from hell and as you see in in first samuel that's the first kind of main example we have where a man called to be king um took matters into his own hands and did not obey the command of the of the lord through the prophet and he um he Saul the king um was supposed to kill uh all of the animals all the and Abimelech, it was Abimelech.
0: Uh, Am- Amalekites. The
1: Amalekites, yeah. And
0: Agag was the king Agag, kingdom. there you go. And God said, a. wipe out everything. They, right. were, they were so corrupted beyond restoration, God had mm-hmm. said, just mm-hmm. wipe them all out. And and Saul said, well, you know what? Why wipe them all out? Why, why don't we just save, save the good the best? stuff, yeah. Let's save the good stuff. Yeah, at and least some people, now we can he, offer a
1: sacrifice yeah, and God will
0: be happy. Yeah, and he is a religious spirit. He, he's just seeing something as well, well. And a lot of people, I think, today are saying, Well, you know, I want to be free. I want to serve God, but I want to save the good stuff. I've got to save a little area of my life for my own. And, and basically, what happens there is then Satan's got a hook in you, and you really can't move forward with the Lord. Um, so so but, he
1: said, So Sa- Saul said, Bring the burnt offerings and the peace offerings to me. And he offered burnt offerings. Now, this was right before the prophet Samuel showed up. Because when Samuel got there, he said to Saul, You have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandments of the Lord your God, which he's commanded you today. For now the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever, but now your kingdom shall be shall not continue, because you have not kept the Lord's command. Done with the, so, so he was Sa- Saul. The reason we practice witchcraft, the reason we take matters into our own hands, there are several reasons. People... Um." Tap into that alternative power source, um, which originates in hell, out of fear and rebellion. Because we do not wait for God. That was Saul's problem. He didn't wait for God. He got impulsive. He got fearful. And he jumped the gun. And he decided to take matters into his own hands and figure it out himself. And he thought, well, I can make God happy with these sacrifices. I'll just go ahead and do what I want to do and keep some of this stuff and give him a sacrifice. And God will go away happy and I'll get what I want. But God wasn't willing to um, compromise. So when we're afraid um, and we don't want to wait on the Lord or we're afraid of what people will say, we take matters into our own hands, we don't trust God because why? We don't know God. Then we take these things and do them according to our own power source, which, by the way, is the enemy.
0: So in talking about the deception, he was disobeying a clear command of God mm-hmm. and then it says in one place in 1 Samuel chapter 15 verse 12 Saul went to Carmel and indeed he set up a monument to himself oh my a monument to himself oh, it's like goodness. okay talk about, talk, talk about, about insecurity talk about twisted yeah. and and another thing he said well he said, well, I feared the people. The people were wanting right, this. And, mm-hmm. and I was, so you got man fear. Mm-hmm. You've got a, a, a self-centeredness, a monument to yourself. Oh my goodness. And then he said, well, he, says, well, he, he said, well, I've, I did the I did the work of the Lord. Right. And then what he Religious, takes, yeah. like what you mentioned, Marjorie, he, he says, oh, I'm going to offer a sacrifice to the Lord. Yeah, You know, I'm going to keep, I'm going to disobey and then offer sacrifice to the Lord.
1: Yeah, as if that is going to placate God. Right. Well, you're right. We, and I think we practice or are tempted to practice witchcraft out of fear. The perfect love casts out fear. So the opposite of love is fear. So when you're in fear, you are not believing that God's going to come through. You're not believing his word. You take these matters into your own hands. You b- worry about what the people are going to say. Saul said, I was pra- afraid the people would, you know, basically rebel and leave me. So he quickly did something to try to pull it all together and he um, tried
0: to, yeah, he said not only the, he said the people took of the plunder and the sheep and the oxen and the best of the things which you should have destroyed to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Gilgal. So he blames the people. Mm-hmm. He, he he puts up a monument to himself and he blames the people. And here's what Samuel says. Here's the, here's the witchcraft that's involved. And A lot of times we we don't think of witchcraft in As, a proper yeah way we, we have a misunderstanding of that. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But then Samuel said he said, um, has the Lord in first Samuel fifteen, twenty two, Samuel said, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices? In other as, words, works. Yeah, as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. Amen. And to heed than the fat of rams. For rebellion Mm -hmm. is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness as is as iniquity and idolatry, because you have rejected the word of the Lord, He also has rejected you from being king. Now those and we think that this is just Old Testament, yeah.
1: We think this is Old Testament, but this is yeah. It is that we do the same things. We have rebelled against the word of God. We have taken matters into our own hands in every way. We've legalized abortion and and murder, and violence, and those are actually um, uh, offerings to Moloch, and if you go going back into Leviticus 20, it's going to be, we, we've rebelled against all these things, we're offering blood, and, and these babies' lives, to actually fuel the devil's system, because Satan needs blood, he needs our power, he needs our children, he needs our lives, it's like we are feeding the evil systems by what we're doing, and he says in um, Leviticus 20, where God is beginning to lay out the path, the law the law at this point how they're to live the penalty for worshipping Moloch and we don't know much about Moloch I mean most people don't in the general population but Moloch was a a, a demon god and he was he had a bull's head and he was like a, a man's body and what they would do is they would bring their first their, their offerings their usually their firstborn um, and and they this Moloch creature it was a a bronze kind of a thing with a belly and they would build a fire in the belly and there'd be kind of a lever or a, 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 an offering uh, slab where they could lay the child. And then when the, the heat, the thing was heated up, the baby would scream and die. And then they would pop him into, pull the lever and he'd go down into the belly and be burnt up. And this was human sacrificing. And God said to Moses, again, I say to the children of Israel, whoever of the children of Israel Or of any stranger who sojourns or hangs with you, who gives any of his descendants to Moloch, he shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him to death. So, what he was saying, um, this offering of their infants to the devil to gain favor and privilege and uh, blessings from Satan, what they're trying to make a deal with with fear, and they were not operating and walking under the counsel of God. It's so amazing that these things have not gone away. You know, and then he says in, in uh, the same thing, Leviticus 26, 6, and the person who turns after mediums and familiar spirits to prostitute himself with them, I will set my face against that person and cut him off from his people. You know, a lot of people who practice witchcraft, they end up with calamities and tragedies in their lives that are beyond normal. They have a lot of fires. They have a lot of complications and surgeries. They have untimely deaths. They have shortened lifespans, um, and they and they, they, you know, they're just in a miserable place. They don't know the peace of God, the love of God. In Leviticus twenty twenty seven, he says, "A witch or a medium, I shall not shall be put to death." God does not want them to be, um, you know, practicing and continuing on in their pollution and corruption
0: of the of the. Council of God. In, in many cases, they have shortened lifespans, but then there are other cases where they have lengthened lifespans because the devil wants to keep them alive to do their dirty work as long as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, we have, we have politicians that have mm-hmm. t- tapped, many, many, mm-hmm. that have uh, tapped into the dark side for power, and they might look so beautiful on the outside with their suits and their ties, but underneath there's evil evil yeah. that's indescribable and some of these have been prolonged
1: because of the mercy of god
0: because of the mercy of god and i think because of the the blessings blessing of satan, of satan. Mm-hmm. there's a they have a, a, a satanic anointing and, mm-hmm. and satan wants that to, to, use, to, them, to, to use them to continue to continue to
1: they're valuable uh, assets to him until such time as he feels that they're not useful anymore and then he will just trash them yeah, yeah, and so, so but not but,
0: realizing they're useful idiots, even though they're people more than great that, power they're right they're now. destroyed.
1: Yeah. So what happens then with the, the the war between God and Satan for the souls of men? Satan entices people through this lying, smoke and mirrors, fake power. He gives you power to hurt other people, to steal their wealth, whatever it is that he's giving you, and it's 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 all temporary.
0: And a lot of it is, you know, ignorance. There's, there's out and out disobedience. Some okay? have been born into it. If, if you're going mm. to disobey, you have to have a command or something to disobey, right?
1: Well, you have a belief.
0: Right, you have a belief or you have something that leads you to disobey. And if I tell somebody to go somewhere and they don't go, uh, and I have the authority to do that, um, they're disobeying, right? Right, well, there's they don't. Com- they, but people, uh-huh. some people don't even have, There's there's ignorant. they're ignorant and they're just going about their life not realizing that they're tapping into Mm -hmm. the the power sources of of Satan. Mm -hmm. And when you look at, um, in Leviticus, what is it, 26 and Deuteronomy 28, God lists all the blessings and the curses. We think, Mm -hmm. oh, well, that's Old Testament. You know, we don't have that anymore. Yes, we have that. These are principles. Right. So, So, and these are still what, 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 principles
1: that the the believer has to follow, too, the obedience to God's Right,
0: word. exactly. And in, another thing, too, is mm-hmm. some people think, well, God is just such a control freak. Mm-hmm. He has to have everything his way. Why does he want us to follow his way? Because he knows his way is the way of life and right. blessing. So in those places, there's, there's the curses and there's the blessings. Mm-hmm. He, he knows that if we will follow him, We'll keep, them, we'll keep ourselves from being just caught up in all these curses that are listed there right. uh, for affecting of death health, and destruction. death and, health, and destruction yeah. is what it is. Mm-hmm. And he, he'd love to keep us mm-hmm. from all those things.
1: One of the things that witchcraft does is it creates a smoke and mirrors environment where you're being tricked through divination, through the spirits of fear, into thinking something, uh, uh, judging something by an appearance, rather than judging it by the spirit of God. And so people are freaked out into uh, buying into what it looks like. and Satan is the expert at, you know, the magic tricks, the smoke and mirrors to deceive us. If you're not grounded in the Word of God, you're going to be easily persuaded by what it looks like, what people are saying, the you know the trends, the fads, the latest um, persuasions of whatever, the, the newscasters and the and the, and the the leaders the, the spokesmen of this world they're they're trying to lead people over the cliff so here's the deal you either get to choose God or the opposite of God which can look like fame money power um, influence uh, blessings a good life uh, you know all those kinds of things that are in, in effect actually not even a blessing because It'll turn out to be the end of you. And not everybody who, um, uh, you know, follows what it looks like. You know, God is wanting to save everyone, and whosoever will. But Jesus re- warned us in Luke when he was talking to the disciples. He says, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. When he sent the 70 out, they came back after going forward uh, and preaching. And they were all excited. The 70 returned with joy, saying in, in 10, 17 of Luke, the Lord... Uh, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Do you really believe that? In Matthew, he says in 16 and 18, Um, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. How many of our believers today are actually believing God enough to bind the powers of darkness, to forbid the spirits of cancer, to forbid the spirits of death and destruction and divorce and, and suicide? How many of the believers are actually standing in the gap to say, I believe God and I forbid you enemy? Not many, some more than maybe yesterday, a few more, but you can. He he says, I give you power to bind, to forbid. That means to forbid, or to loose. That means to permit. And and we have to, to use our power against the power of darkness as the Lord God directs by His Holy Spirit.
0: So there's two aspects of this. There's authority and there's power. So in in in, witch, in witchcraft in Satan, it's about it's about deception and control. With with right. in the kingdom of God, it's about authority and power. Now. Jesus has given us authority. It says in Matthew 28, uh, 18 through 20, he says, All authority Mm -hmm. has been given to me in heaven and earth. Go, therefore, Uh and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all things, whatever I've commanded you, and, lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. So there's authority. And then he said
1: in Mark, at the end of the chapter, he says, verse 16, 15, "'Go into all the world and preach the gospel "'to every creature. "'He who believes and is baptized will be saved. "'He who does not believe will be condemned, "'and these signs will follow those who believe. "'In my name they will cast out demons. "'They will speak with new tongues. "'They shall take up serpents, "'and if they drink any deadly thing, "'it will by no means hurt them.'" They will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So what he's saying is, I'm giving you power. I'm giving you protection. I'm giving, I'm giving you work to do. You know, lay hands on the sick, cast out devils, speak with new tongues. These are the authorities' powers. These are the, the things God has called us to do, In to um, resist the devil, submit to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee. Anything in your life that's being um, prompted by fear or coming out of fear as its origin is not from God. Perfect love casts out fear. And so love is the antidote to fear. So if you are in a situation right now with your life, your family, a child, whatever, you're tempted. Tempted is the word. To believe a lie, to, to cave, to become scared, be overwhelmed, um, angry, whatever. The first one who needs to be reconciled to God is not that person, but you. You need to pray to God and ask him to f- repent of believing the lies that fear is telling because fear is very powerful and very active in the world right now, trying to promote everybody with false narratives and fear and onos and ex- and being overwhelmed. You must keep your focus on the Lord Jesus Christ and his word. The only way we do that is to stay in his word. Wrap yourself in the word of God. Read it every day. You say, well, I can't read it. I don't have time to read it. It doesn't make any sense to me. When you get into that book, open it up and say, God, help me to understand it. And I would say you get a physical book not just a uh you know an app on your your phone phone. that's nice that's a little jackknife but this is the sword here and we need to cover ourselves in the word of god every day because otherwise you're going to become overwhelmed with the anxieties and that's exactly what satan wants to do get us overwhelmed so that we take matters into our own hands practice witchcraft believe lies and be taken out
0: it's like saul you know so fear is what gets us into a place where we want a to practicing witchcraft. And I've seen, mm-hmm. you know, I hardly ever watch any network TV. I, I can't remember the last time I did that. But the last time I did a little bit was that, you know, these commercials, take control of your health. Take control of your finances. Take control. Take control. Mm-hmm. Well.
1: It's the whole message out yeah, there. It, it's, it's up to you. you got to do it yourself. Don't count on anybody else. In other words, you can't trust anybody, so you just have to do it yourself. But this leaves us with no allies and no... strength and no backup because we are where god wants to be your ally he wants to be your strong tower your place of of protection and we're going into and we are in now the beginning of the of the um the the, probably the end of the age actually and Mm -hmm. so um you're here now some people um i mean all of us who are here we're called obviously by god to be here and so how are you going to walk through this end of the age war drama crisis terror torment by walking in the revelation of jesus christ his truth and his love and practicing witchcraft or aborting your children offering children to moloch is only uh, it is the antithesis of god god said in the old testament i never asked you to do that I never asked you to sacrifice your children.
0: Well, back in the Old Testament, it's like if you were. He said it
1: never even came to my mind. He said
0: if you were to offer that, what the Lord said is that anybody that offers their children Mm -hmm. as as human sacrifices, those people ought to be killed. Well, that's what he said. The the wages of sin is death, and right now, back then, it was like Mm -hmm. uh, it's like okay, you know, you're disobeying, you're going after false gods. It's like witchcraft. He says, "You shall not allow a witch, someone that's a sorceress or involved in witchcraft, or pulling." He says, or, "Just yeah. kill them, get them yeah. out of the way,
1: or communicating with familiar spirits, your mm-hmm. psychics, uh, horoscopes, Ouija boards, all of these kinds of things. Seeking hidden knowledge well, is, is is a way people want to bolster and protect their lives. Well, if I know ahead of time, then I can be forewarned. But the thing is, God knows the future. You know God, and therefore God loves you. You're fine."
0: And a lot of times what we have in the church that's mistaken for the anointing of God, which is the presence of God empowering people um, in their calling, what we have as a substitute. See, again, Satan is always trying to counter. Imitate, counterfeit. is always a counterfeit for everything God mm-hmm, has. Mm-hmm. So the counterfeit for anointing is divination. Right. Divination is something that, well, you proclaim and it sounds right, but there's a wrong spirit behind it. And, and and this is where we got things in the church we think sometimes people are oh they're so anointed really they might be just practicing, you know, witchcraft, practicing witchcraft and, and, and he divination. says in in 2 Corinthians 11 um, 13 through 15 for such are false apostles mm-hmm. deceitful workers transforming themselves into apostles of Christ they're transformers transforming themselves into apostles of Christ so they're 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 wanted to look like yeah. Apostles of Christ, of though they are false apostles, deceitful workers. He says, verse 14, and no wonder for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light, mm-hmm. you know, and we see this in in the political realm for the most part. Um, everybody just looks so good, so fine in their suits. They're doing this, but it, all, all together they're bringing about the agenda of the enemy, He says, therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers, Satan's ministers, also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness whose end will be according to their works. So you think of, uh, let's look at the broad spectrum in the United States, for example. How many are actually uh, false apostles that have, Transform themselves as ministers. Well, you know, Jesus said, They seem like they're so yeah. good, they're so right, they're so nice, they're so holy." But actually, Jesus
1: said, "By their fruits you yeah. shall know them." And so we need to be fruit inspectors and yep. not fall for everything that looks like what it's appearing to be. Um, by when we said Jesus says, "When you make appearance uh, judgments based on appearances, you make wrong decisions." And Paul had that opportunity in Acts sixteen sixteen. Where him and Silas were doing a, a, a conference, if you will, in, I think it was Ephesus, and this woman was showing up in the meetings, and we know this story, and she was a, a fortune teller. So she would sit at the end of the street doing reading fortunes tell, and telling fortunes and making her masters much money, because people are going to psychics all the time, because they want to know something. And so they, she was showing up in the meetings and she was saying, these are the men of the most high God who bring us the way of salvation. So she was. That was true. Yeah, that, that, yeah, was, that she, part was true. But, the, but was in divination, the truth, but the in st- divination, the, yeah. the problem is there is truth. But the truth is used to cover up a lie. So it's used to make the, other, the, the lie look like the truth. And so she was promoting their meetings, but she was still practicing witchcraft. So it brought confusion to the people. Like, okay, what, what is she? Is she good? Is she bad? Is she converted? And she's still practicing. And so finally Paul got annoyed. And I believe that annoyance was in his spirit. And he just kind of spoke out and said, you spirit of divination. Maybe he didn't even know what that thing was called because divination is very sly and very slinky and you can't always nail it right away, but the Holy Spirit knows what it is. So the spirit spoke through him and, and, and commanded that spirit of divination to come out of her and it left. And when it left... She didn't have any more psychic powers. Um, She was cut off from the familiar spirits that were giving her um, that information ahead of time. And by the way, let me just tell you how psychics work. And people, here's how the power of a psychic works. Okay, so they're setting up their little shop wherever in the back room of somewhere, and you come, you, you decide to go there, you go there, you pay a little money, you come in, you sit down in front of them. So we've made three or four agreements already. I'm going. I'm going to listen to her. I'm going to listen to what she has to say. I want to hear what she has to say, and I'm going to I'm going to pay money to do it or not. But I'm going to go there and I'm going to listen to her. And that in those agreements you've already decided I'm going to I'm going to give her permission to speak into my life. And so now she she speaks into your life, but she tells you things, the whispers that come to her ears from the familiar spirits who know your generational bloodline who know what they want to do to you in the future but they have to have someone to agree with it before they can bring it to pass speak through her to you that in you know you're going to have three husbands or you're going to your son is going to die or you're going to have a car accident or you're going to have great wealth or whatever it all is and you're hoping it'll be something positive but nonetheless whatever she speaks you have already permitted her to speak it and when you permit that then you've agreed with it and when you agree with it then the deal is done. Now the devil, the familiar spirit can go out and bring that to pass because you have agreed with it. She's only been a medium. She's only been a, 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 a you know, like a mediator between you and, and the spirit world. You've made a deal. You went to the spirit world, like Paul, Saul did with the witch of Ender to get some information. And so he made an agreement that whatever she said would happen. And, and he didn't resist it. He didn't rebuke it. She said, you're going to die in the battle tomorrow and your son's going to die. And he didn't rebuke it. He just, You know, received it, and that's with us too. When when you get a prognostication from a doctor, you're going there looking for information, or or uh, you know, what's what's the outcome? What's the what's the diagnosis? Whatever, and you've already sat down and agreed with him. If you have, then when he says the most horrible thing, or she says the most disturbing thing, you just you accept it because you already accepted it because you accepted the fact that the doctor had the power to uh, speak over you and many times when you go to a doctor you need to just in your heart and mind when they say something it's not going to go get better you've got this and we got to watch this and i don't know about this and this might you know burst out into that you need to say in your spirit no 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 i reject it with if, if, if you would reject those words that are spoken over to you you would walk out of that place with a, with freedom peace and healing but when when you know, and so when we go to a psychic and we just let them speak over us, what happens then is we get taken we've agreed. and then the devil can do what he wants to do. And you think the psychic has, oh my gosh, she has all this power she just predicted and wow, it happened. and and you know, they'll do that's a smoke and mirrors divination trick. Satan wants you to believe something. and so he uh, divination is again, making something look to be the truth when it's not. it's it's covered up, it's enmeshed. And then when you find discover the truth that's really behind it, you're sort of like entrapped, and and like they say, you're screwed because you don't know what you know how to get out of it. So the way to get out of psychic uh, entrapments is to repent, tell God you're sorry, take back your agreements with the demons who you know you gave that psychic or that person power permission. There's a lot of things out there like that that people are swept into with all kinds of New Age stuff and yoga and Reiki and, you know, mantras and meditation because we want peace in our mind. We want something. And Satan says, of course they want peace. So instead of getting a peace from God, he will give you a peace by emptying your mind, you know, mm-hmm. and they, the devil. It doesn't is. take much for some people. <laughs> yeah. okay. So so anyway, what we have to realize is that we are in a deadly battle for, uh, for truth. Really, that's what the battle is really about is truth. And Jesus is the truth. And you stay with him. Stay with him. Get with him. Allow him to envelop your life. And when you're afraid, what time I'm afraid, the Bible says, I will trust in him. So when you're tempted to be afraid and fear and become anxious, rebuke it. Say, you spirit of fear, be gone. I resist you. I reject you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to leave. Leave my life. Because these spirits of witchcraft and fear are just, they're trying to really literally... You know, people are caught in the webs of Satan, just like a little spider creates the web and the little fly gets caught. You and I, Father, we pray right now for the people that are ensnared in the webs of Satan and witchcraft. And we bind the powers of deception and divination that have held their minds and their hearts and their souls captive. I forbid these spirits that have bound them to continue. And I command that the chains, the, the soul ties, the cords of iniquity that abound them through generational sins, through agreements, through soul ties, through relationships. I command, Father, that those cords and bindings be cut, that they be set free from them through the sword of the word of God, which is able to separate, to release. Father, God, bring freedom to your people, those who are bound in witchcraft and don't even know it. I pray, Father, for the revelation of Jesus Christ, the power of your Holy Spirit, to make known to them in their understanding what has been done to them, and they will be set free. Free your people, Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ, from these spirits of delusion, deception, witchcraft, rebellion, bloodshed, blood guilt, and the agreements that they've made with them, Father God. Bring wholesomeness, holiness. We are holy, Father. You created us to be holy, not vile and wicked, but created us to be holy. Restore holiness unto your people, Father God, for Jesus' sake and in Jesus' name and by the power of your Holy Spirit, amen. Just one more thing before we t- we check out here. Check out um, liferecovery.com, www.liferecovery.com. You're going to find some awesome play- things, resources, books. Um, uh, there's a cool book called um, Taking the Devil to Court. It explains a lot of things about witchcraft, why we struggle. If if God is so good, then why well, do these bad things happen? So there are many resources there, including God on Trial, which is an audio drama which is actually not only entertaining and educational and inspirational, but actually uh, brings evangelistic kind of truth and revelation to people. It's very uh, powerful. You would love it. It's an audio drama. I think each episode is like maybe three bucks. So check out what we've got to offer in Life Recovery, and God bless you and protect you by His Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. I have an emergency. What is your location?